Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experience the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen and my law firm Brown and Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen. Michelob Ultra Studios. Nice having Ed Herman in here. Yeah, how about this? I mean, uh, man alive, Ed knows his stuff. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Viva LeBron and Crouppen. That's from John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we're sitting there. I'm just like, well, this guy kind of, he kind of knows his stuff. Yes, he should be on our panel daily. So you want Iggy out? No, I don't want Iggy out. I just want to add more people. We can call him for advice. Not just legal, but baseball as well. How the hell does Iggy never return on time? Oh. That's from Conclusion, the stripper. He's freshening up his coffee. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says, Ed will be in my mic drop. Mm. Did you guys see the NFL game last night? Did you watch that? I oh, was no. uh, in my chambers and did not watch it. I was Fantasy watching this JFK, uh, which you probably would enjoy, by the way. We kind of like yeah. those documentaries. Mm-hmm. National Geographic did this thing one day in history. Because it's going to be 50 years here in... What, 12, no, like eight days, right? 60 years. 60 years, 60 years, 60 years, 60 years, Mm -hmm. uh, November 22nd, 1963. It's really well done, and I think you would enjoy it. So just as a recommendation, I I like those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. and it's firsthand accounts. I think they're interviewing people because they know, you know, at this point, Clint Hill, who was one of the Secret Service agents who rode with Jackie Kennedy, uh, she would not, you know, she rode in the hearse. She rode, I'm talking about from... The hospital mm-hmm. to Love Field, the airport in Dallas, and then uh, just and, you know, so he was in the back of the hearse with Jackie Kennedy, and you know, and all that went on that day. Uh, incredibly intriguing. I had like it's like ten o'clock. I got to get to bed. I mm. got to get to bed. Night guy hates day guy. No, oh, does he? So I wanted to keep watching it, and I finally said, "Turn it off." But anyway, recommendation. I'm a documentary guy more so. so yeah, I so. watch those too. So anyway, recommend National Geographic. Stream it, enjoy it, love me, and enjoy my whole. Oh. But you want to talk Broncos and Bills. Well, I was I was watching because I had Russell Wilson as my fantasy quarterback. I needed just a little something from him, and I, I got it. But the both teams were so horrendous. Just one mistake after the next. And the, the Bills ran 12 men onto the the Chiefs were going to lose because they missed two extra points. We're talking about the Broncos when you call the them Broncos, the Chiefs. The Broncos, yes. God bless it. Yeah, the Broncos. <laughs> Broncos missed two extra points. So they were, they were down by a point with, what, seven seconds to go. They, instead of just intentionally, you know, grounding the ball, you see Wilson that? takes a knee. 
And I don't know if they did that on purpose or not. Do you see, like, they were hot, like... I, right. So they could have stopped the clock and got the field goal team on. Instead, he just takes a knee, so the clock continues to run. They're out of timeouts. The Broncos mad dash onto the field to get set up for the field goal, as does the, the Buffalo defensive unit. Kicks a field goal, short field goal, misses it, and Buffalo's got 12 guys on the field. So they move it up five more yards. Kick it again. Time runs out. This time he makes it. Yeah. I'm going to give it. I read about it. I was in my chambers. I'm going to give a take. I think the NFL has a problem with product on the field. This year, more so than year past, it just, they're not fun to watch. They're kind of boring. Oh, I was thinking kind of the opposite. The, 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 these were two teams I really could care less about. Well, good games and yet, are good somehow games. it was still intriguing. I couldn't stop watching. But the intriguing part is mental mistakes and throwing interceptions like that. Yeah. I, I think the product itself is not the best. It's been a lot better in years past. Well, I think the defenses are so much better in the NFL than they are in college football that the games aren't as wide open and exciting. Yeah, I, I'm with you, too. And I'm saying the games are close. I'm not saying the reason for it is blowouts one side or the other. I just... Lack of really good quarterback play. You really don't run the football much anymore. It's kind of the same slant and go pad. Like I don't know. Just, I'll tell you who the real deal is. Is that C.J. Stroud? He is unbelievable. He's he is fantastic. Level. He is a. He uh, is fun to watch, man. Yeah. The Sunday had some real. The noon Sunday games were outstanding. Six walk off field goals this weekend in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the product sucks. Doug, that's from Strap On Number Eighteen. <laughs> I said that's the Eighteenth Strap On. I just said there were close games. I'm not saying blowouts are the reason why I'm not interested in watching the games as much. It just doesn't seem like. That I, much I hear fun. you, Paul. Like my interest in the NFL this year has dipped a tad. I think that has correlation to my poor performance in fantasy football. But I did watch the Sunday Red Zone. Uh, this week and the witching hour that fourth quarter was just outstanding. Yeah, red zone. Like that, yeah. that was tapped that into my veins. Red zone gives you a different feel. I get it. But watching a full entire game, and typically what I do, you know, you pick a fox. Yeah, game like you look at the Giants Cowboys game, and that was nationally televised, and that was weak. Yeah. But Huckleberry Finn is mad at you. He's uh, typed in full caps with Doug's at three You're or four fine. exclamation I points. I don't know. You don't watch the games, Plowsy! Some oh. Cuckleberry film. I watch a lot of NFL and college football. I don't watch the Cardinals or Blues that much, but I watch plenty of NFL and college football. Enough to assess, like, the product on the field. Watched the game last night. Like, uh, I watch enough. I, I don't need to be a lazy sad and watch 18 hours of football mm. every weekend to kind of gauge the product on the field. I, I don't need that. You're calling me sad. That's all I do on Saturday. I just, in general, I don't need, I you don't need to watch, that. you know, a full slate every week. I don't think I've watched a Thursday night game in a couple of years now. I can't do, I, They've I, been I great matchups. Yeah, I don't. because you don't have Amazon was, Prime? They're usually No, crammed. I don't have it. I'm not going to well, get it. there you it. go. You miss Bears-Panthers this week. Yeah. Yeah, they do have some rough matchups. What has happened to Jake Allen? Jake Allen, Doug. Josh. Josh Allen? I mean, Josh Allen. What is he just sucks. Jake Allen's a goalie. <laughs> yeah. What's happened what, to him? Yeah, what's happened to him? <laughs> well, I, I think he's about. up in Montreal living peaceably. <laughs> All right, well, good. That's, I was just curious. I haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> we were going to talk about Jake the Snake mm-hmm. Allen in the 9 o'clock hour, but let's go ahead and four. Okay. Uh, was he got like 20 interceptions? I mean, yeah, he's always he thrown a lot of good. interceptions. But was... Why in the hell are we talking about the no fun league when we could be talking about our wives? Mm. Get it together, you simps. Shrimply? That's from Shrimply Pibbles, Doug. Gosh, oh, that really... one coming. Well, send in a picture again. Yeah, in his case, he's legit. Assuming, Doug, we're I'm operating on the premise that that is his wife. It, it isn't. Was he there Saturday night? It isn't. Doug, was Shrimply Pibbles there? I don't his... know. I, I don't even know these humans. Yeah. You set him in front of me. 
Uh, I've said before I love history. See Plowboy's incorrect view of Lewis and Clark. And Conway in hell, Lee Harvey Oswald did that job alone. That doc, I think that meant no way in hell. And no way in hell, Lee Harvey Oswald did that job alone. That doc is incredible, by the way. Tim, that's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Yeah, I agree with that. He didn't act alone. The one, uh, I don't know if you were in the studio, that's on National Geographic. And I'm only in episode three. I don't know how many episodes there are, but I can't. It was tough to go to bed last night because I was watch- I watched the first couple, and I'm like, okay. man, I want to keep watching this. Big time. National Geographic. I need. I think I get that uh, through Hulu. Nice. There you yeah, go. I need a good documentary. I want to watch that Britney Spears one. I don't know how in-depth they're going to go. The Beckham, the Beckham one was great. I would recommend if you're looking for, you know, I think it's that a is. Great I agree with you, Paul. It's Hawk. a really good one. I, I didn't really know a lot well of it. I didn't either. Good. Now so that's I on Netflix. That yep. Big fan of that. Now sometimes, and when I say sometimes, oftentimes, as of late, I don't know who was really the founding father or mother of the quote-unquote documentary that is really a vanity slash legacy project and not a documentary. Mm-hmm. I think one can make a case for it. And I loved it. Let me make that clear. Oh. The Last Dance. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't know how much Jordan really gives a damn what people think of him. So I don't know if he would no. really do that. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, politicians or political figures associated with office who didn't necessarily serve, they may be more uh, driven by that stuff. I don't know. But either way, I mean, Beckham. And David and his wife Victoria. Doug, you call her Posh Spice, right? I do. Talk about uh-huh. Always. They were involved in the production of that. Um, so, you know, that's a. I still find it entertaining, though. Yeah. You just kind of you have to see it through that lens. Yeah. But uh, the, the JFK thing's outstanding. I think it's called One Day in American History or One Day in History. 60 I, don't think, I don't think you could do the real Michael Jordan documentary unless you really dived into why he would quit prime of his career to go play minor league baseball right after his father was murdered. You want to talk about a guy who was so blessed in the era in which he grew up and played in with definitely Michael Jordan. Not discounting any of the skills or talent. That's not where I'm going at. Social media, having a camera all the time, everywhere. I think we view players in that era a lot different. I will say so I watched that's probably one. why Jordan want to dive into all the stories. Is right now it's like I'm still my legacy's still intact. Where we want to dive into all these yeah. issues potentially. One I just watched that I won't recommend because I think a lot of people like myself couldn't wait till it aired. But the documentary on John Gotti, because it's just rehashed stuff. It's all stuff you already knew before. Well, what if you on? didn't know much about him before? Well, if you don't know much about John Gotti, I'd watch it. But it's everything you already knew before, just with, I mean, they had sound bites from him that we've heard before. The only thing they do now is when they do a documentary on somebody's dead, then they can make up whatever they want. All these gangsters came out and said, yeah, I told him I wanted to be in the, wanted to be on the team and I wanted to be part of the family. He he sent me to Washington, D.C. and told me to go look at the Capitol building. And then he said, just stare at it because they're going to come after you if you want to be part of this family. So I did, and I stayed there for three hours. That didn't happen, but God, he's dead, so he can't verify that. So they just make up stuff when a guy's dead, but it's all it's all stuff that you've heard before. So if you're thinking about that, go ahead, but there's not going to be any new information in there. How are the sports? Are they great? Okay. Yeah, I heard the Gotti movie was absolutely miserable. With Travolta, 
Oh, I, I watched it for five it five minutes, and I turned it off because yeah. another one where John Travolta tries to, like when he was um, Shapiro and the... Uh, oh, yeah, the fillers in oh, that. Oh, my God, and this God. one he tried to be Gotti with the America. fake accent, and I mean, Gotti really didn't have a heavy New York accent. You know, there's a, a, probably a, a docu-series I'm going to rewatch with the OJ one. I actually really liked how it was done, and outside of Travolta, I really liked the characters that were portrayed in it, David Schwimmer. Was in it as well, so maybe I'll rewatch that. There's John Travolta was in that too. Yeah, he was. What character was he? A lawyer of some kind. Yeah, he was Robert Shapiro. Robert Shapiro. Excuse mm. me. OJ, let me tell you what's going to happen here. Oh, it's just awful. I tell you what's fire right now. Episode three of the new season of Gilded Age. It's like the late 1800s, kind of you know old money versus new money, and in, mm-hmm. in terms of that later of the. Victorian style ages of horse and carriage and you know butlers and footmen and just rich oh man socialites oh it's fantastic I started rewatching um billions because the final season just ended and I, I haven't watched it in a while I kind of I kind of lost track when um, Damian Lewis left and now that he's back for the final season I said ah, I'm gonna go watch it again so great show how many shows are you guys watching? <laughs> How do you have all this time? This is part of the show where we let Tim deal with business stuff. <laughs> we it's such a nice read. We talk it's such about. a nice read. Plowhawk, yeah, it's like Negreanu over there. And a couple emails. We'll get, we'll I just, get, I just we'll came this. back to the show and I go, oh, this kind of like, it's like a Bernie's Bits column. And congratulations to Frank Cusimano's producer who's getting married this weekend. Oh, we made it, though. Like, we got the train <laughs> oh, That was a nice read by the Plowhawk. I don't think I've even disclosed what I'm doing sometimes when I'm tuning out. When you I, I could just be streaming Ella Reese videos. You have no sure, idea. Sure, you could. we got to talk about documentary movies. Watch <laughs> that time. My TV viewing is usually limited. After dinner, I'll say, are the Cardinals on? Are the, are the Blues on? Is there a good game on? The Tigers on in basketball. Okay, what time is it now? 8.30, 9 o'clock. That's about enough TV. And game, shut her down. Shut her down. Game show network in the background is great because a lot of game shows typically don't watch or old school game shows that come back to life. It's good in the background. It's good to watch before bed. It gets you tired. Uh, Shrimply Pibbles is back, Doug. It's more wife talk. I don't know what the deal is. Have you met Shrimply Pibbles, Jackson? <clears throat> no, I have not. Who was that? <laughs> he cleared his throat. Yeah, I, I have a problem with I don't clear my throat enough. And I kind of talk with, like, some nastiness in my throat. Ooh, yeah. boy juice. Yeah, and I'm trying to get better at that. Uh, for absurd television, me and the wifey are loving the fall of the House of Usher. Kind of like a horror version of Succession. And there's, and then in quotes, or no, caps, major cock action. That's oh. from Shrimply Pibbles. I hear great things about it. It's made by, and it's not our t-shirt designer, but the same name, Mike Flanagan. Oh, wow. He makes the show, and he's great at horror. Um, but I, I have yet to see it. Well, Doug, there's major cuck action. Doesn't it seem like most of the shows that are popular are pretty dark? That is certainly the trend. Dealing yeah. with negative things. Antiheroes a lot. The antihero. Was that born out of Sopranos? Uh, certainly the the, two, the 21st century uh, renaissance of it. Yeah, Tony Soprano was the catalyst. Do you like that? The 21st no, he's trying to talk like he knows more <laughs> that was, film than us. That was... All hell's about to break loose in the EDF group. Mm-hmm. It's like you were just speaking at the Academy Awards. It was classic Ledoux elitism. It's all it is. I felt talked down to right mm-hmm. there. But also, I, I, I'm for one, I'm a victim of this. 
I am fascinated with serial killer documentary docuseries. I don't really know how to explain it. I know they're terrible people. I'm not condoning anything that they do. But any time a serial killer doc is released, mm -hmm. I will watch it the entire way that day. And, and I don't know what it is. For that matter. I mean, you know how many uh, documentaries have been made about Manson? Uh, yeah, it, it, up to a point. I don't know if I'm interested in the Charles Manson. I've seen enough of those. But, man... Like, every time, like, I've seen three different Ted Bundy documentaries. I don't know why I do. There's only a little bit that's new in each one. So I don't know what the explanation is th of that. Do you think consuming movies and shows like that has an effect on some who are mentally deranged? Oh, yeah, of course. And might lead Probably. to other no. similar? I think it does. No, I think people, well, you I think violence it. in the media if, is if a big reason why we're... they have mental health issues and they have, they're mentally deranged to begin with and something like that pushes them over the edge... But we, but we never had the kind of mass shootings before in this country that we do now. All those shows are available in different countries, and they don't, follow the, they don't have those issues. Well, not everybody, but there are, I, well, Doug said you think it happens. Yeah, it's happened. Not, not every murder you see is because they watch TV, but I guarantee you there's some people that have watched these things and gone out and enacted them. I think so, too. I think violence in the media definitely has a, has a role in moving over to violence in the general public. And you put them in the limelight. Like I just said, I'm fascinated mm -hmm. with people that are killing people. Like that kind of that that's kind of the documentaries I mm -hmm. like. And those people have a platform as opposed to the victim don't have as much of a platform. So you get your 30 60 minutes of fame, whatever you want to call it. Well, what would be the other reason for the major uptick in violence in this country if not if not media driven? What else is it? I don't know. It's, it's not just that there's guns. We've Access always had guns. guns. We've had guns since the start of the country. Everybody, every family had a rifle. Everybody had a gun. Okay. They didn't go around shooting up schools and movie theaters and malls. People are just more pissed off nowadays. I agree. From what? Why are they mad? I don't know. Interest rates? A lot of things. Interest rates have gotten mad. <laughs> we went to HD2. Inflation. <laughs> I don't think that's HD2. People I'd be up and arms if my favorite show went to HD2. <laughs> I will say, I don't think anybody else in the dais has watched this, but I've raved about it. It's been off the air for 10 years, but Spartacus on <laughs> oh, Stars. Yeah. 10 years after the last episode where Spartacus died. Spoiler. Um, they're coming back with a sequel. The House of Asher. Asher? Asher was one of the... Uh, that was the House of Usher. No, Asher. When, when you said that, when a guy... I said, wait a minute, this show's not even on yet. Is that but a said, copyrighted Usher, not Asher. No, Asher. His name was Asher. I think he was from... Asher Ben Ruby. I think he was Smash. I think it was Syria. But he was one of the slaves who became a gladiator and then became a kind of like bad guy. But they're bringing it back, the return of Asher... But he had his head chopped off in the, in the well, final season. How yeah. the hell is he coming back? Maybe it's a prequel. No, it's a sequel. What Tim, go ahead and finish your business. These dip-asses are going to solve the violence problem in America. Yeah. That's from Chairman Steve. No, we just threw out ideas. We didn't solve anything. But. Stop him! Stop him! <laughs> Stop him now! We don't care! Cut his mic! Oh. That's from Jenny Talia. If there's an area of our business that concerns me, it's the way we develop future program directors. I think we're all concerned about that. I, 
I just don't get it. I, just I talk about a show I've seen, and it's coming back after 10 years. <laughs> if you watch Spartacus, you're probably excited, but shut up. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Go back talking about guns. Speaking of Spartacus, did you know Lucy Lawless has a, had a Merkin but never got to use it? That's from KGO. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were probably thinking I was going to say that. <laughs> At least you listen to the show, and you know every little thing that's happened on this show. Well, he needs to. Because he works here so frequently. <laughs> I, I work here, and I can't remember half the stuff we talk about. <laughs> Jackson, come out to Great Grizzly Bear for Skanksgiving and watch me play drums for slutty ladies. I'll buy your drinks and get you laid for once. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Mm, in God's name is that? Great Grizzly Bear? Oh, I just type that into oh, maps. It's a Sular bar. Sular, baby. Is it? Hell yeah. It's on the edge. Um, so on the same street, I did wave at Chavez, but you're going okay. up towards... Tucker? I thought that was like a name of a town or something. I mean, the tip of the cap at that thing's still there. I think it is. Would you like a story, Doug, involving former cardinals and strippers and... Oh, I like story time. Sure, why not? Why don't I tell one? I don't know know if I've ever told it before, but alas, here it is. Don't stop me. Go ahead. 2006, uh, we were having an event for Inside STL. It was just a tiny little baby of a company at that time, founded August 15th, 2005. No, and I myself, a tiny little baby as well. And we were having an event, and one of our Inside STL promo girls, who was quite lovely. You like that when, when you go yeah. to a British accent yeah. and you yeah. say quite lovely? Classes it up a little bit. So, um, was going to be in attendance, and... Uh, and there was a member of the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals who found her catching? Fetching. Eye-catching? Fetching? Okay. Uh, His name was Jim Edmonds. Edmonds was friends with uh, Scott Spezio. You know him as the Spezer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's been documented or not, but he liked to have a nip of the cooking sherry. Did he really? Yeah. With a soul patch. That's correct. He had gotten, I believe, married or engaged to a former penthouse pet. Oh, really? And had her tattooed on her arm, on his arm. So he was okay. he was married, left her, then got going with the penthouse pet, got a tattoo of her on his arm. And so the two of them come to the event. Prod Joe is there. Uh, I guess you weren't on the show at the time. Plowhawk and Jackson were probably like in grade school. Iggy, I don't know if you would have been at this fine. I came to most of them. So I'm Gala, of them. 2006, and uh, and we all have a nice little, nice little taste that evening. Really? Yeah, and it was a weeknight too. I don't know what the hell was going on. So we're all uh, in, in enjoying ourselves, and we're getting ready to leave. Uh, Spezer and Edmonds and myself are going to go to the stag bars along with Spezer's penthouse pet, oh. Lass. And, uh, you know, it was going to, it was going to be creepy, but is that, is that alarming? No, nor unusual. Thank you. Would be nowadays. Prod Joe is leaving in his Jeep that I think eventually it was stolen right out from under him in Soulard. <laughs> God, I, lo- I love the fact it's like that he was in it. <laughs> but on this night, the thieves didn't have it, and Joe was driving oh. it. And I guess Spezio wanted Joe to go with us. Why, I don't know. Uh, and he, with the vehicle moving, as Joe was leaving, Spezio leapt forward, fully parallel to the ground, and landed on the hood-slash-windshield 
of the vehicle as it was driving down Seward. Was this during the season? This was absolutely during the season. You know, these guys won the World Series a few months later. Mm Mm-hmm. They play for the fans, not the money. He wasn't hurt. Especially if the fans wind up being UFC ring girls. And uh, he was not hurt. But I was thinking to myself, probably with a number of brain cells damaged, boy, this is going to be a whole thing Mm -hmm. if one of these guys gets hurt and we are responsible for a show that at the time was starting to get get some popularity. It's 2006. And now we are, uh, we're involved while one of them gets hurt. And, you know, we're in St. Louis and... You know, it's two in the morning and creepiness goes on. Uh, we go over to the stag bar. Somehow, it's just me, Spezio, and I believe her name was Jen. I don't know what happened to producer Joe. I guess he was bolting. Edmonds left. And then I just found myself sitting at the stag bar with Spezio and the penthouse pet. And I'm, what the hell am I doing here? It's just me and them. And this, I'm kind of in the third wheel mode. No MMF on the table. No. Not on the table. No, no. Not on the table. And they stayed there probably four or five in the morning. The gentleman went out and played a wonderful ball game the next day. (laughs) And then they went and won the World Series. Now, those who give standing ovations to scrappy Caucasian middle infielders probably wouldn't want to hear that story. But there's a little tale from the 2006 world champion St. Louis Cardinals and how the guy who became a postseason hero was at a home run in game two against the Mets at Shea Stadium when Tony La Russa benched Scott Rowland and put the Speezer in? Or was it a triple? Or do you have a triple against the Brewers? I was think that it was Cordero? A yeah. Hell, I don't know. Off the right field wall and kind no. of away from the right. Um, but either way, nearly would not have been able to do that if producer Joe was just going a little faster mm-hmm. or if he would have slammed on the brakes to remove the utility man with the soul patch from the hood of his vehicle. And then he would have run over him probably. It's possible. And that would have been bad for the show. Spezio's out indefinitely got run over by producer Joe. Shows how times have changed. <clears throat> Nowadays, it would be all Ubers. Nobody would be driving. And I have to correct the record. I have, in fact, been to Great Grizzly Bear because my parents got married there. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. So Holy I didn't even, crap. I didn't even know that. Your parents got married at a bar in Soulard? In the courtyard uh, part, I guess. I, I was there. I was three months old. But, yeah, so record corrected. I have, in fact, been. It's probably the first bar I ever went to. Oh, wow. Story took a turn, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, wow. Was Spezio there? Yeah. No, I didn't see the Spezer. Yeah. Yeah, didn't see any Cardinals. Don't remember, anyways. I've yeah, never been in there. Got married. I picked up Madison from a bachelorette party there one time. So that's how so we've I, all done. I great Grizzly exists. Bear, Doug. What's your I Great Grizzly Bear story? I've never been there. Iggy, what's that's your up. Great Grizzly Bear story? Never been there. Okay, fair enough. It looks like a fun little bar, but I wasn't. It, it, we had a there. good time. So you're gonna go there. Jackson Shrimply Pebbles is gonna get you laid. Is that the deal? I guess. What a full circle moment. Yeah. Are you My parents get married there, and then yeah. Are you gonna keep the family tradition when your last gets married? Are you gonna? Pop the question at the Grizz. Yeah, why not? That'd be a fun little time there. I didn't even right? realize it until age 25. That, that's where my parents got married. I've seen pictures of it, but I don't remember it. I think a lot of people have this vision that after a baseball game, the players probably, maybe they have a protein shake, maybe even hit the gym a little bit, then get to bed just as soon as they can, wake up and do it all over again for the fans. Reading a couple when of Bible fact, verses. at least one of them is diving on top of cars <laughs> in Soulard at 2 in the morning before he goes to the strip joint. Baseball players <laughs> of any type of athlete, just because they play so many games, I feel like they're so accustomed to getting messed up and just magically being amazing the next day. 
you know, football, I imagine a hangover kind of kills you. I think baseball players are just used to the a lot of travel, games every other day. So you kind of have to adjust to that. You're yeah. going to have fun. And they can sleep in. Whereas football players have practice in the morning. Yeah, evening games, you're you probably get the stadium at 2 for a 6 o'clock game. Ballpark. Bobby Bonilla rolled in around 6.30, mm-hmm. but yes, most players in the 2 to 3 range. Yeah, so they can sleep till noon. That's true. And most of them are 25, and a lot of them aren't the, married, So, and a lot of them have a million dollars in their pocket. All thrown free and easy, mm-hmm. all in the best shapes of their lives. Women throwing themselves at them. Gives you that extra boost. In particular in this market, not mm-hmm. like it wouldn't happen in other markets, but there is a difference between us being a St. Louis Cardinal and like a Los Angeles Angel, for example. Uh, let's see. Shrimply Pibbles is really aggressive. Have the whole show come out, do a remote, and you'll all have loads of sex. It's from Shrimply Pibbles. Well, Doug, I guess we'll do that. No, he just wants us to come out and watch him drum. <laughs> watch him drum? Watch him drum? How do we even... He said he's a drummer. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, where is he drumming? I don't know. One of his early texts, they come out, I'll be playing the drums Saturday night, maybe. We're not doing that. No, we're not. No. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com I won't give this player's name but um another story just drag him <laughs> yeah, just he was name a, him he was a starter um starting my, pitcher no outfielder there used to be a bar center fielder I, I think it was owned by the pasta house down the central stand it was called Palm Beach Cafe and uh it was a pretty popular place my brother attended bar there and this player would come in almost every day that they were in town at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and drink three or four Long Island teas and then head to the ballpark. Really? Yeah. So he's driving drunk before the game starts. Yeah. And probably a little tipsy playing in the game. Huh. I've seen well, a Cardinal player get denied at the wheelhouse, though. And boy, did this dude try, try, try. Because he'd been overserved? No, no. He... Tried to pick up a couple of females oh. and got denied. Really? I'm not going to name the player's name. But, yeah. Probably not well known if a females are turning down a player. He oh, was yeah. a rookie that turned into a really good player. So you I'm guys have got a lot of secrets. Yeah. All I'm going to say. But, yeah, huh. uh, that was hilarious. Me and my boy Mace Dog were there. I bet there's a lot of former major leaguers, as they get older in life, no longer playing, look back and say, what was I doing? I had one shot. To do that and be the best possible player, make the most money I could possibly make, and I was plastered part of the time? Couldn't you see Wainwright just getting done and going into the hotel and just playing guitar by himself yes. for an hour and then uh-huh. going to bed? Uh-huh. Like that? Yep. For every one Wainwright, there's like, you know, 10 Yachties and Carlos Martinez well, a lot guys of them, where they just want to have fun. A lot of them can't go out anymore because everybody's got a phone, that's, phone that's and a the camera. Issue. That's the issue now. I mean, this was years ago. I was up in yeah. Chicago in 2015 when we did the remote from Sedgwick's. Remember that? I was running mm-hmm. the board. I wasn't. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what year. It was 15 or 16, probably 16. You get one picture of you with a beer in your hand. That's it. Could it be the man. only beer you ever drank. And so um, and you like the great Pete Prinzi, who I hang out with when I'm down in Jupiter, he now lives down there, and he was the Cardinal strength and conditioning coach. And 
his wife's friends with my wife, and we were hanging out in the lobby at the hotel where they were, and uh, some other people were there. And um, and I go, what's going on? Uh, so he goes, all the players are upstairs playing video games and swiping apps because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They don't, and I go, really? That's what they it's a different deal than when you were around on a regular basis, uh-huh. man. These guys don't leave because everybody's got phones. That's probably what they do is that they arrange the girl from some dating app before, yeah. before oh, they ever absolutely. get there. Never have to go out drinking. 100%. Instagram model, slide in their DM, Venmo or 15 hundo, and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's probably better because they're not out drinking. Oh, yeah. So now we're just making up baseball stories and not saying the players' names. Got it. That's when the Concord caught, and he's not happy now. Well, mine wasn't well, made up. Just... I'm saying there was a guy at Wheelhouse. Yeah, it was mine. It's, I'm just saying we're talking about players that party, and this guy would drink before games. They, they this were guy's two so upset. He has no life. Like I'm he doesn't like having fun stories. I'm not going to the guy, but it's a story that a player did do that. What this dude wants to do is take this story we're saying on air and regurgitate that to his boys. Like it did happen to him. <laughs> So he needs a name. I'll tell these guys off the air when we take a break. I'll tell you you. off the air as well. There you go, Doug. Well, I can't wait to be off the air. Me and you both, bro. I used to, um, and I have no problem now. I kind of like speaking in front of people. But I used to be terrified of speaking in front of people. And when I became a waiter, when I went to work at the Breckenridge, it's like I would get nervous going up and talking to a table of four. Oh, are you ready to order? So it got to the point where I would... I would actually stop by Charcoal House on my way to the Breckenridge and have, like, a vodka and tonic before I went to work. Really? Yeah. And you some... were nervous about taking somebody's order? Yeah, just talking to people. And sometimes I'd put a bottle of schnapps, like, in the busboy area, and I'd take a little swig of schnapps while I'm working so it just smelled like licorice. I mean, I wouldn't get drunk, but it'd just, like, kind of loosen you up a little bit. Huh. And did you go rogue? No, I never got drunk. Were you plastered when you made a tableside Caesar salad? No, I I didn't. By then, I had no problem. It it kind of went away, but I don't know. Well, I could see maybe that's the case if you're 16, 17 years old, but you were older than that, right? Yeah. But I just, I'd never really spoken in front of people, and I just got nervous speaking in front of people. Here, Ken strode like you've almost certainly heard him (laughs) dozens and dozens of times. But she's, you know, she lived in St. Louis all her life until she got married and... Her husband worked for UPS and got a job as a big wig in the office, so they moved to Atlanta. But they root for Georgia, even though I play Missouri. She was, hell yeah, I'm a root for Georgia. She didn't go to Mizzou. Most people who no. live in St. Yeah. Louis would vote for their state team. You don't have to vote. <laughs> There's no voting. Good story. <laughs> Were you talking so about good. being nervous on stage? I thought it was an appropriate time. No, I was, but I wasn't. I was, care of I was, but I wasn't nervous there. Like I mean, Dean you, Martin. I mean, if you got if you got audio from my speech uh, for the Missouri or the Bowling USBC, I was a little nervous there because I was going to talk about Jay, and I donated my award to Jay that night, so I was a little nervous. And these aren't going to fit. I found a pair of pants that I wanted down at Home Appliances. <laughs> I gotta have a little segment. Not a big laugh there. <laughs> God Almighty! How can you be nervous about taking orders, but at the same time bang 500 girls, some of which were young daughters of guests at the resort? It's in the worst in Woods Wacko. I don't know. It's kind of a stupid question. <laughs> Well, there it is. I hadn't, I hadn't banged 500, and I loosened up after that. I guess I guess I kind of, when I did that for a living, and I started doing it every night, you just get used to it. It's no big deal, but um, I'm not talking to a crowd. It's definitely 
between banging a woman and talking to four people. Hey, baby. Presenting Ken Strode's Creep Caravan. Coming to a city near you. <laughs> Viva la Strode. Uh, still one of the better drops we have. Oh, just outstanding. Send your emails in. We're giving away Hootie and the Blowfish tickets for Saturday, June 1st, 2024 at the Halloween Casino Amphitheater for today's Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Design Air is online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Want to have your question, comment, or erotic story read on QFTA? Email me, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Anything and everything is welcome. And I mean anything and everything is welcome. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. Get your furnace tuned up for the cold weather months right now. Design Air Heating and Cooling. Click on the Book Now tab, and they'll be out there quick, fast, in a hurry, and now you're good to go whenever the temperatures go down. But that's not anytime soon, Doug. I mean, look at these. No. This forecast. Yeah. Do, you a, do you have a Turkey Day forecast for me? Because we're, we're approaching. Uh, low 60s, I think. Wow. Oh, really? Thanksgiving. Uh, no, I'm not going that far 30 low, 52 high on Thanksgiving, sunny. That's what I'm seeing right yeah. now. Yeah, that's what what I do you have? Because I saw two apps today. They had totally different weather. Because I was looking at Saturday. Saturday, know. high of 59, low of 33, according to Apple. Friday night, what's the low? 38. All right. KMOV says 50. Doug, KMOV's taking shrapnel. Low well, Friday night of 50. Apart, right? How can you have an 11-degree difference? Oh. Well, okay, well, he knows what they're talking I about. I hope the other so, guys because don't. I'd like to get up Saturday morning to pack the car and see it 50 degrees and not 30. Well, maybe they're at that Albuquerque cold front? Yeah, that? the Alberta Clipper. Alberta Clipper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, there's no 20s or 30s as highs for another week or so. No. But you still need the furnace. I turned my heat on last night for a little bit. Well, yeah, you're going to need the furnace. So if you haven't checked yet, you better hurry. Well, you don't have to get it checked because the apartment people just do it. Well, right? I'm just throwing it back to the live spot. Oh. Okay. Well, it's designer heating and cooling, Doug, because it's coming. Right. I mean, it is mid November at this point. Jackie Papers. I know. Little Jackie Papers. I, I don't remember. Loved that rascal puff. I'm sure we've had them, but I don't remember a better fall weather. Boy, I'm telling you, because September year. and October were the bee's knees. Yeah. The only bad days were uh, Halloween, really. Mm hmm. I mean, for the reals, it's been outstanding. Yeah, it's been like San Diego weather. Or Doug, we don't right? need to move to California no, or Florida I'm not going anymore. To. I, I'm a huge fan of global warming. Jackson's a huge fan of Circa and this app they have over in Illinois. Now. <laughs> Boy, howdy, am I ever. I gave you out uh, Broncos plus seven last night. If you took that, you were handsomely rewarded. Yep. And uh, we're going to keep it going because the Circus Sports app is now available in Illinois. That's right. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now available in Illinois. That's the Circus Sports app. So if you live here in St. Louis, you just take a short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, you sign up because the Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. You're not going to talk to a chat bot. You're going to talk to a real human, the real people that run the Circa Resort out there in Las Vegas. Now, the Blues play tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Doug, you like stats? Yes, I do. Well, the Blues have played two Tuesday games this year, and in both those games they've scored two goals. Mm. 
and their over-under goal total for tonight is two and a half. Oh, well, I mean, what else do you need to bet that? I'm just saying it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to bet on some midweek hoop rock, Spurs Thunder tonight. You like the Thunder tonight, Doug? Or are you going with Wemby? Spurs are getting 10 Spurs. points. Yeah. Spurs are getting 10 points. I love the Spurs plus 10. Hammer that and use the Circa Sports app. The Circa Sports app is in Illinois. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text IL. G-A-M-B to 833-234. There you go. It is Circa. And we also recommend you check out, while this weather is glorious, Family Golf and Learning Center. Sweet mother of mercy. Is that a place to go just to get out and experience great weather, even though we're in mid-November. Double-decker driving range, the short game area, phenomenal. And then when it does cool off, well, you go inside and you have two simulators to continue to keep your swing on point for when spring rolls around. It's Family Golf and Learning Center. Want to get some instructions? There are some great teachers at Family Golf and Learning Center. It's familygolfonline.com. I'm a regular there. Love it. Love the people. It's Family Golf and Learning Center at familygolfonline.com. Send your emails in for the design air, heating and cooling email today. Comes your way at 945, 950, somewhere in there. Tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish, the prize for the winner of today's Design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. If you're with us at 8 o'clock, we had our end-of-the-year awards announcement. And it is taking place Thursday, December 14th at Hot Shots in Webster Groves at 7 p.m. Please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf of our good friend Jennings Randolph Jr. So, there it is, the year-end awards. And you, uh, you can participate in it. Maybe you will be honored that evening. And I'm looking for Sappho's. So we need to vote on these awards? Yep. Okay. Milagro Tequila, Listener of the Year. Whose year has it been? God. Can we accept bribery? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think we Mm. probably should, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I made $12,000 in cash last year. You did? Yeah, Tribbins paid a lot. I thought that was for the gentleman callers back by the desk. No, I, I used the 12000 to pay them to oh. use my hand on them. Oh. So I'm a giving lover, both with my manual dexterity as also my financials. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let me do with my hands what I want. Email in about it. Uh, Jackson, what's coming up on Balloon Party? It's presented by Munganess, Burke, Arnold, and Toyota. Uh, we got a little thoroughfare Tuesday. Gosh. Really? You got nothing. Huh? Uh, it's really open for business. You know, <laughs> oh, on boy. Tuesdays we uh, we had oh, previously Taylor Twelman, but the dog season is over. So uh, it's really the listeners program on Tuesday. Oh, it's Uh-oh. up to them to provide Uh-oh. the program. Well, it's not. I wouldn't say up to them, Uh-oh. but they have the uh, option Uh-oh. to submit a topic or a deep dive request. Or if not, I got a little piddles half and half. How do you feel uh, about your half and half? Uh, strong. I wouldn't say quite strong, but strong. Getting there. What about a tucked away Tuesday where Ooh. topics you tucked away over the weekend? Maybe yeah, yeah kind of like the leftover show. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I got to tell you something here, and I don't know if this is, I don't know if we're allowed to criticize local teams or not. Um, Good luck. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the one and four seeds are playing and the two and three seeds are playing on the Eastern Conference side of the MLS uh, playoffs. And then the two and threes are playing on the Western Conference side. And then four seed is playing. And the only uh, lower seed to get knocked out, your St. Louis Dogs. Oh. Everything else has been Chalk City. No, we didn't win a game. No. 
I'm glad that it only took three weeks, 21 days exactly from the end of MLS regular season to get the first round of the playoffs out of the way. Uh, well, you don't like uh, the schedule. It literally took 21 days. Well, in 11 days, they will play the semifinals. And uh, we'll see Cincinnati take on Philadelphia and Orlando take on Columbus and Houston take on Sporting Kansas City. I that's favorite name. And so that's after me. Thanksgiving? Seattle and LAFC. Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose if you're a player and you got to run five miles during the game, you do need some time between games. Wow. You have gone so soft, Douglas Obenbon. You <laughs> that on my side. <laughs> well, how far Ooh. do you think they run during a game? Not long enough to need Maybe a three-week break. Imagine taking three weeks... Well, you did it without any kind of break. Ran Seven one miles. Mile anyway. How many miles? Seven, seven. miles. That's Est- still bad. Estimated. Estimated. I doubt it. I don't think they're running seven miles. Six to seven miles per game. I've got multiple sources on that. Really? Am I the only one that thinks it's really long, that first round? Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, Sporting KC doesn't play till next weekend. I mean, they haven't played in two weeks. They're taking three weeks off. That's not Sporting. And their season know. starts back up again in two months. <laughs> like, seriously, in two well, and a half so months, the new it, season you got, begins. Yeah, you, you don't have very long to stew over it. Huh. You get right back at it. Iggy, where are you going? What are you doing? I just got an email from Jody. said that Maxwell has huh? some donuts outside your door, but I don't see any. Okay. Like Maxwell. I don't like that. Maybe Maxwell hung. Maxwell, was he a recorded R&B artist, maybe? I just don't know. Maybe Maxwell hung. Well, ours has always been the type of program where donut delivery men can walk right in. Kind of scared me. Iggy just hung out half and Well, if they're they're in the... Oh, here come the donuts now. Oh, there we go. Thanks, Jody. Well, what a treat. I was looking inside the... uh, Outside the door. Two full boxes. Viva la strode! Thank you, Jody. You're the best. Thank you. Wow, what's the occasion there? Oh, my just says, Kenny, Josh just started watering. Kenny from Maxwell. Why are you giving him to me? Kenny from Maxwell. I don't know who Maxwell is. Maxwell oh. Hung. Well, it's a nice gesture. Whatever. Thanks for the donuts. Yeah, boy. Whatever. I mean, alarm everybody by looking out there, but I... No, when you got up and left, we thought, oh, what's going on? No, I just saw an email from Jody. I didn't want donuts to be sitting in front of the door with people walking by, oh. so I was going to grab them if they were in front of the door. Okay. All right. All right. We will uh, close out the 8 o'clock hour. It was a strong one. You can put that in the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to go get them in the 9 o'clock hour, Doug. Uh, design air, heating, and cooling. Email the day the morning after at InsideSTL.com. This is TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen.